Hello, welcome to the Expat Pod. My name is James, your host, and today I'm joined by Francesco, who is an Italian man who's lived in several amazing places, and we actually met via Facebook because I put a post out on Facebook to interview some amazing people who have lived and worked abroad, and uh, you happened to reply to me, and we are now having this amazing conversation together. So, first of all, thank you for for reaching out, and uh, secondly. If you'd like to give a short introduction of kind of where you've lived. Uh, yes, uh, thank you for inviting me, first of all. Uh, yes, uh, I've been living in a few countries, uh, like 15 now, 10, 15, 20 years ago, whatever, in Canada. Uh, then in the last 10 years, I've been living in uh, Ireland, Dublin specifically, and now I'm in the UK, in Chester, to be precise, and uh, I'm doing the parenting life. Amazing. That's great. That's a perfect introduction. Thank you. So hello and welcome to section one of the podcast all about getting there. So Francesco, this is, you know, basically where I ask my guests all about the kind of journey you had to go on before you actually went somewhere. So all the kind of groundwork or work you had to do before moving. so obviously you've lived, let's go chronologically, so you lived in, in Canada first, is that correct? Yep, Canada, Ireland and the UK now. So when you moved from Italy, how did you um, so how did you find uh, opportunity to live in Canada? Okay, uh, Canada was a bit uh, what's short term, essentially. I lived there for six months because I had um, a working holiday visa. Uh, I was... I. I have some relatives there, so I went, decided to go to the big city, Toronto, and uh, I, I needed to uh, to uh, look after myself. So I was I been looking for a job there once I, once I landed uh, to Toronto, and uh, I found a job like in three days. And was I wasn't sure about that. Say, okay, I can't believe I found a job so quickly. So I I, I, I procrastinated to answer it like a couple of days and say, okay, yes, I don't like that. Was a part-time job because I wanted to enjoy uh, the life uh, of uh, being uh, in a different country for on my own and everything. Uh, but yes, I searched for yeah on the Craig on was Craigslist. Not wrong. At the time was Craigslist and that was um, was working quite well. Uh, then I moved uh, when I came back to to, to Italy uh, for several years, uh, and then. Uh, for Ireland, I was a bit different because uh, I was in a I wasn't in a very good uh, space. Uh, I had I was working as a freelance uh, with a couple of clients that, that uh, never paid me. That uh, was uh, not not great. So I uh, was look I've been looking for for a job for for a few months, and then I found this uh, commerce company uh, in Dublin. Uh, that uh, hired me. I was I, you know, I've been interviewed like, for two three times. I remember um, um, online. Then I moved to, to Dublin. Just uh, my first time in Ireland. My first time in Dublin. I didn't know anything about. I had a few couple, two three four friends that was were living uh, in Dublin. Uh, I've been living in Dublin for a few years. Uh, one of those was uh, the one that uh, hosted me for um, first. Uh, week then now i have to look for accommodation uh then uh the moving to uh to dublin the to uh to the uk uh, essentially uh i was in a very different uh space because uh, my wife was pregnant uh, so it was a was a bit uh change of life completely change of life uh we moved from dublin to to here with a with a ferry which is was a different experience. Straight screens. My bike was a headache uh, because um, uh, moving with a bike is a bit strange. Uh, and then I, my my wife's uh, parents are are here, so we moved uh, to them for a few weeks. And then we were looking for new accommodation there, and I didn't uh, didn't need a job because I was uh, working with a an agency in, um, from Ireland and uh, on my own uh, work as well as a freelance. So I, I joined this uh, co-working space and uh, I uh, and this is how everything started. And 
again, their life in as a single and not a childless person and as a parent is a pretty different. So the the life in Dublin and the life in the UK is are were pretty different. A lot, a lot in uh, in three minutes. Um, it's amazing what what you've achieved so far. Then, um, did you meet your wife when you were in Dublin? Out of curiosity, uh, yes, we met. We met there. Uh, we met uh, yes in Dublin. And we were different lives, but uh, uh, life is a uh, strange, a strange place. Uh, and uh, yes, then we after three three years, yes, uh, we. We got married. Uh, we have a, a child, and then uh, now, well, we we moved. We decided to move because uh, the kind of life and the kind of environment we had in Dublin were not possible for us uh, to 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 go on without the new uh, with a newborn. So it was uh, was kind of an interesting life. But we st- we still don't know if we'll be staying here uh, for a long time. But uh, we are we moved. Amazing. Um, on on life or on moving before and after a child, uh, what was it like when you, what was your headspace like when you were moving in your single then in terms of what was it you were looking for from the place you were staying in Dublin, for instance? Was it was it easy to reach out to friends and say, hey, I'm, I'm moving here? Or was it, how did you find that whole situation? Uh, okay. Uh, as a single person, I was, uh, okay, I had, Few conversations with my with a few friends in uh, in Dublin that they already had their own lives, so we're uh, yet we are friends, but we didn't uh, see each other that much. Uh, but I was in a very different place, as I said. Uh, my work life was not great at the time, uh, so I was looking for uh, a space uh, somewhere else. Uh, Dublin is quite interesting uh, at the time. This was a pretty interesting city because uh, was full. Uh, of um, expats like me, uh, we I was sharing. This is was probably the most interesting part. I was sharing a lot of um, common element, common elements with the other people uh, from Italy, France, Spain, uh, North America, South America, Europe, everywhere. We were we had a similar life with similar challenges because uh, there were, of course, there are uh, Irish people as well. Uh, but uh, most of the people that I was uh, in touch with uh, were uh, expats, essentially like like me. So this was a quite interesting part. Uh, while uh, when I moved to Chester, uh, was completely different because I I wasn't looking for a job, which was a big a big part of the of the of the, of the, of the life my life. And uh, I knew more or less that I've been I was here uh, once or twice before before the moving uh, and uh, I we needed to settle down uh, we, we had a child uh, but we were well my wife was seven months pregnant so was uh, my child my child was going to come soon so we we were we were uh, looking for a space uh, where to live uh, and the two start our family wow so both both stressful for different reasons and um very, very, very different lives. So, as a single, not expecting to, uh, to uh, living day by day, and now uh, I need to live day um, for my my children. On the preparations for moving, I guess because you moved EU to EU, and then uh, you moved to the UK before Brexit was official. And obviously, your wife is English, so. Is that, was that easy to 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 work around? Or? Uh, okay, uh, to Dublin, uh, essentially just the PPS number, which is the uh, the, uh, the the insurance number, the national insurance number. Uh, would not not need to do anything uh, apart from uh, uh, a queue on the, at the public office in UK. I came here just a few months before before uh, Brexit, so I'm I'm settled. Uh, sorry, I'm pre-settled status at the moment. Uh, a few months I'll be settled completely. So, um, but I I never had any any issue at all. I uh, just went to the office, uh, explained the situation, and I got the, my national insurance number pretty easily. No, 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 no paperwork at all, which is was was good. And that was all 
what once you arrive uh, after a, a month or so a few a few weeks later i i was uh i needed that well in when i went to canada i had a, a working holiday visa so i, I was uh, i could stay there for about 180 days max uh, how was that? How was that process getting the working holiday visa? Was that quite seamless as well? Uh, it was it was incredible because I read. I remember I was following this uh, blog. We're talking about two thousand eight, few years ago. Uh, I was following this blog. Uh, I was fascinated by Canada because uh, I have some family family members living there. Then I this blog. This blog. They're saying, oh yeah, there is a this a um, this application that you can do, and then you can. Uh, go to Canada to work and stay for a few months. I tried. I still remember uh, four weeks. Four weeks later, I I did application. I received this uh, letter and I was like, "Yeah, this is your, uh, this is your um, visa." I was like, "Okay, so quick." I didn't expect. Was a, was a bit. Uh, was expecting months, uh, maybe. And was like, "Okay, uh, now I have to book a flight, uh, a real flight, just a long term flight." And then there I. Found the accommodation is a, in a, essentially in a shoebox. Was very very small. You know, I was was um, was Toronto before the crisis, so it was uh, very busy and everything. But then I moved in a, in a frat house. Uh, I lived, yeah, I lived uh, three months in uh, this uh, shoebox and then the frat house. We were renting uh, out uh, this room, and uh, it was a interesting interesting life. They were they looked like they had some secrets secret uh, plans because uh, on Tuesday evening I had to leave because they were they had this uh, meeting and that was, it was kind of a weird uh, part because they were just kids uh, talking about uh, what I don't know frat uh, frat, ha- frat house stuff I don't know I don't know what word but it was that that period of my life was pretty funny uh, I, I did everything I wanted uh, was in, in, in the different space, younger, more uh, shy, probably. Uh, but uh, I was, I was, and I've been working in this, uh, in this environmental organization as, in front of a computer. So I wasn't uh, working as a, as a waiter uh, with the shifts and everything. It was a pretty uh, first world life. I don't think there's have much more to ask in terms of how you got to these places. You've gone into great detail. Do you have any more you want to kind of touch upon before we go on to the next section? Yes, I mean maybe um, I I always thought uh, that Canada would be my future. Uh, then I uh, I procrastinated because I could try to stay there uh, for a while. I never did it. Uh, my probably my inner uh, my inner person said, okay, uh, you have to go back to Italy to do something. Which was not very important, to be honest with you. Uh, and then I waited several years, and I moved to Dublin in 2013. Uh, so it was like, okay, just I had to pretend to have something important to do, and then the the reality is, I wanted to leave and to live somewhere else. Amazing! Well done, you for for achieving that. Thank you. Thank you. Great, so we'll get into section two, all about being there. So hello and welcome to section two of the podcast, all about being there. So Francesco, thank you so much for sharing all about how you kind of derived in these amazing places and you kind of touched upon life in Canada with with a frat house, which is quite interesting as well. Um, I just wanted to ask you, I guess your first impressions of each location. So, what was your first impression of Canada? Like you said, you you've always wanted to live there, or you thought you did when you were younger. So, what was did live up to the expectation you had in, in your head? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have uh, I have some other other family members there in Canada than they live in a smaller village. So that life was quite different there. So I decided to go to uh, Toronto, and I uh, was a big was the biggest city. I ever lived for a long time time period. It was everything was new. Just I I, want, I had to discover everything, life, uh, how things were. I ended up without meeting random people. I ended up in uh, Annalise Morissette, um 
bus for uh, uh, for during after a concert she wasn't there uh, with a with a drummer and because a friend left uh, left me uh, her um, ticket for the concert she couldn't make it uh, but was was it was it uh, the, the impression there was that what everything was new I, it was my first experience living abroad uh, so was uh, was essentially it. every single step was discovery I didn't have to do uh, home sorry uh, paperwork so it was a big a big uh, point uh, and then I was looking for a job I was looking for uh, moving uh, in an apartment to see what was what, what was going uh, how life was there uh, some I attended some couch surfing meetups I I, I I traveled a bit with uh, couch surfing, which is essentially was the the free version of Airbnb, and unless at the time was working, essentially uh, meet, meeting new people. I ended up in Montreal, uh, Quebec City, uh, with uh, people eating pasta in a very wrong way. Uh, uh, but uh, now was was every, every every single day was was a different day, was a different uh, discovery. For, for for Canada was very different. Then Ireland, uh, Ireland was very different uh, from that because uh, the day, a couple of days after I landed to uh, to Dublin, uh, my first job of work was there. Uh, so uh, also there was was an Italian company, so it was helpful from some point of view, less helpful from others, uh, but. Uh, was a way to get in touch with the other people uh, that knew the city, knew that challenge that I would, uh, would face too. So uh, some support from that point of view was uh, was uh, very useful. That first approach was that uh, there are, every time you were walking uh, to a road, you could uh, hear different 10, 15, 20 different languages. Well, not 20, five, five, six languages different languages uh, was uh, was exciting was very uh, something that I really this is one of the things that I really loved in Dublin the different languages different kind of people with different backgrounds uh, and uh, and we were all similar to each other because we had the same the same challenges the same opportunities there uh, while when I moved to the UK uh, was pretty straightforward uh, because uh, my wife was uh, is from here, uh, I the only paper I did was uh, the um, national insurance number, and uh, I didn't have to look for a job. Uh, I knew more or less uh, where to go to work. Uh, this city is pretty small. It's uh, and it's it's a nice city. It's nice, very nice city. Uh, it was very different from Dublin because Dublin was a it's big. It's big city, but not that big. Uh, but with many other people here, is uh, more people uh, who settle down. While uh, Dublin is probably uh, a path uh, to the life of people. Yeah, is a young younger person in the city, I suppose, Dublin and Chester. Um, does Chester feel more like Italy because it's a Roman city? Uh, no, it's just far from the food. No, I mean I, my my social life in Chester is not amazing with uh with the kids and essentially work, and I go back home to see the kids or the nursery. Uh, so it's, I don't enjoy the 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 um, uh, social life in Dublin. Social life was much different because uh, I was attending a lot of meetups, uh, which was one of the uh, the biggest uh, elements of uh, the city, and there was also. Uh, dancing, more or less, uh, not great, not a great dancer, uh, but the meetups, meetups uh, were a big, a big part of life in that time in Dublin. So uh, mostly around the world, but also about uh, people uh, that wanted to meet other people. This was, uh, uh, and then I had uh, a few. Uh, I enjoyed uh, beating apps uh, world for a while. Where I, by the way, I met my, one of my uh, best friends uh, there. Uh, so we, well, we we matched in a different way, uh, and I met uh, a few people uh, through other people. 
it's essentially uh, Dublin was the I created uh, from scratch my life completely uh, so my social life uh, it's a city around essentially around work mm-hmm. yes work uh, starting work or in, improving your uh, work work life your career uh, but yes uh, this is uh, the approach was uh, very different in the the two cities. Uh, amazing and I assume you traveled back and forth to the UK before because you said your your wife is is, is from uh, where you're living now so I assume you knew the area well before you arrived for living uh, yes we got married in uh, here so we, we came here once or twice I remember now uh, before before moving uh, completely uh, but yes uh, was 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 more uh, she she was more aware of uh, how things were working and so on. While in Dublin, I was on my own and I didn't know uh, most of uh, things that you need. You need to, you need, essentially, <laughs> when you move uh, that way, you need to know, uh, to to face with uh, the challenges. And the challenges are a way to know yourself much better than you know in uh, any place where you've been living for your whole life. And that's an amazing point. Yeah, definitely a lot of challenges when you move somewhere. Um, especially when you're young and you don't know many people, if, if any, I suppose. But you, you said you had a few friends who you stayed with to begin with, but yeah, you're uprooting everything and starting again. Um, yeah, I, tell, I mean, from... Yeah. And pursuing a, pursuing a career, which is obviously a lot of stress in itself as well. But um, on the topic of, kind of social lives, then what was your... But then using meetups... What was the other way you kind of socialized with people? How did you find that? What was the the situations like for you to, to hang out? Did you get a shared apartment? Did you live by yourself? Uh, I lived, I shared an apartment because the Dublin uh, uh, brand rental uh, market was and is, is very uh, hard, very expensive. Uh, so I shared it with uh, a few people, Italians, uh, Croatians, um, Italian Croatians, uh, and from other countries and moved a few times. Uh, lived for five years in the same place and then moved in a specific, specific year uh, three times. was a kind of a, uh, not not great. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, shared apartment uh, in the city center, in the city center uh, which allowed me to to easily go out with, uh, with friends, uh, with meeting new people. At so I was actually with uh, in front of a Guinness. Uh, Guinness was my my thing. I was uh, very was a de- at the be- at the beginning. I remember, still remember at the beginning of my uh, the first year. The Guinness was almost almost a dinner because it was quite heavy. Then I got used I got used to that. I needed something else. But uh, I'm, I'm not a big drinker. Just my drinking for me was max two two pints. Two three pints, uh, while other people around me were like six eight. I was like, okay, <laughs> a bit too much for me. And did did you also try some of the whiskey that's in in Dublin as well? Uh, yes, uh, I don't remember the name. Uh, I've been working for a year next to the a whiskey uh, whiskey factory. Uh, I don't remember the name now. Sorry. There's Teeling. There's Te- Jameson. Teeling. Sorry. Yeah, Teeling's yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. I've been to the fact uh, this distillery tour. Yeah. It was it was just fifty meters from uh, where I was working in a startup. Yeah, and uh, yes, and I, I've been I with my first job. Uh, we were in a, in a Guinness owned uh, place, so I had a free pass to the Guinness Star House. I went like ten times there, uh, and they had a very very good food at the top. Was uh, the rooftop bar is amazing with the view, especially if it's a, if it's a, if it's a nice day. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, it was it was very it was a nice experience because you there were it's a it's a well relatively big uh, city for for Ireland. It's not the biggest city of Ireland, but it's also uh, you can it's very easy to find connections because it's it's a small enough uh, to to know everyone. There's a probably one two levels. Of uh, connection in uh, for every person there. You, if you if you get in touch with someone uh, that could know someone and then know the actual target, and you 
person that you want to to meet. So it's a, it's a it was a big village, more than a city. Wow, that's that's incredible. Because uh, when when I went, it was obviously tourism was quite popular. So that probably makes what makes it feel bigger than it might be because you've got a lot of tourists, especially in the, in the in the center and around the Guinness factory and things. Where as a tourist, where I went, you, you usually tend to hang out with those. So I guess for yourself as a as a as a resident at the time, you probably knew where where people were not going to be that weren't tourists. So you could actually hang out with people and not pay extortionate amounts of money for a Guinness. Yes, I mean the 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 only them well mostly the okay most of the pubs were just similar for uh, locals and uh, uh, and uh, tourists. The only place where people tended to not hang out was Temple Bar, which is the most popular area because uh, it's, yeah, the, the beer is not, was not great, uh, the, the, the area and, uh, the, uh, and it's expensive just in then you can cross the river and find the hidden place where uh, you had to knock the door. The, the guy was asking, was checking who you are and then deciding if they can allow you to enter pay cash and then uh, if you want to leave he had to tell him oh yeah I want to leave and then uh, he come to open the door and then you can leave it was this this place was uh, was amazing it was was very uh, very very cool uh, but it's not on the on the guides uh, Hacienda 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 good to know if anyone visits Dublin, they, they can go check it out. Oh yes, no, yes, yes, absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, it's in front of Temple Bar. It's five minutes walking from Temple Bar, so it's, uh, it's very, uh, very reasonable to to go there. How did you find the, the the accent in in Ireland in terms of obviously you must have been fluent or very uh, capable in English because you lived in, in Toronto and uh, obviously further east you go in. Uh, Canada speak more French, but obviously you must have been able to to get a job in English when you when you first moved. So how did you find it in Ireland? Uh, yes, the accent was uh, was a bit strong. Some at the beginning was a bit strong uh, because uh, yes, I, I mean I lived for a few months in in uh, in Canada, but was what well, was just a few months I could survive uh, with anything. I was uh, in, by the way in Canada. I also went to it uh, for the um, Toronto International Film Festival, but I, I made uh, like a, a life uh, goal to understand uh, my level of English, which failed, by the way, uh, the time. Yes, because of my, my other volunteers were asking me something like, uh, sorry, I don't understand, uh, which was pretty funny. Uh, but in um, in Ireland, uh, the beginning was a bit... Uh, a bit challenging because uh, the accent was a bit strong everywhere for me uh, coming from Italy after years uh, was a, everything was a bit strong after a while I was um, I was was normal and uh, when I, when it was was when just when I moved to England that I realized that the accent the Irish accent is uh, it's very clear uh, after because uh, my English in my mind was the in the Irish English at the moment for for several years. So it was like now I understand okay, this is this person is Irish uh, because I can recognize that. Uh, but when when I was there as well not not native speaker was like okay this is this is the English will stop. And kind of going on from that, what was your favorite kind of thing you were living in, in Dublin? The fact that uh, you, most of the okay uh, walking on the road you you can hear multiple accents, multiple languages. This was something I really loved. It uh, the fact that most people, most foreigners, uh, have the same challenges, so you are on the same level as everyone else, uh, and they understand uh, your challenges, you understand your your life. Uh, was something that I really loved uh, because it was a uh, loved not loved but I really appreciated uh, because it was uh, something that. Uh, you can share uh, after you shared many things with your friends at uh, home. Uh, you find a place where everyone is uh, different, but this the fact that you share something with the, most of the people that you meet every day uh, was uh, was something uh, that I really really uh, appreciated. That yeah. this is, this was um, the biggest point. And then the common struggle. Yeah. 
uh, and, uh, and the cholesterol that also bring uh, brought to the to how how you meet people they, with meetups people uh, randomly going on the meetups to meet other people uh, for I don't know hobbies or walking or um, I don't know uh, works raising the elements the fact that uh, they don't they essentially don't care about your accent uh, where I, locals or or foreigners they they just don't care you just they care about what you what you have to say or what your story and so on uh, which which was uh, quite interesting in terms of approach because uh, in Italy I've been living my hometown for well, most of my life uh, you tend to hang out with people that you you met in I don't know, your child's uh, childhood and so on so it was uh, we were sharing something but we were sharing something for I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years. Well, there, uh, you shared something for five minutes and you, sh- you, you can really create a connection with, with another person. On, on that same kind of topic then, with regards to uh, being, um, did you ever experience much homesickness? Uh, more than homesickness, um, loneliness. Uh, yes, I've been, uh, I mean, I felt in mostly in um in, uh, in in Ireland, because uh, in here in England, I don't have time to to think about that with the kids. Uh, uh, but in Ireland, yes. Uh, and the solution that I found, more or less, is uh, okay. There's a non-solution that which have being staying on your own helps to understand who you are much better than than uh, spending time and talking to people all the time, which uh, I appreciated after. Uh, much after, after once I left Ireland, essentially, uh, because now I don't again I don't have much time to uh, to for myself, and the time I had too much time, uh, but I I could think or just uh, my, my my mind was I uh, was uh, thinking or well, talking to me and everything. This was I uh, was of the of the, of the biggest uh, things. And then, uh, sorry, what was the question I, I got? And the other part is uh, meeting, uh, getting your circle, circle of friends. Uh, I had a, a, a small circle of friends uh, that I was hanging out uh, with, uh, with the same challenges, uh, sometimes very, very similar challenges. Most of them were Italians, not all of them. Uh, uh, but yes, uh, essentially understanding who you are on your own and uh, um, get get some friends and pick people with your same uh, background, same challenges, same same situation of you is uh, probably the most helpful thing I did uh, at the time. And did you did you have much kind of conversations back home? Did you call very regularly with your family back in Ireland or? Well, uh, phone calls uh, with uh, with uh, some uh, some apps. Uh, yes, I d- didn't come back as often as I as I thought uh, because I mean work uh, and uh, I want to enjoy a bit of uh, life on my own uh, there. Uh, but yes, my with my my fam, essentially my family and uh, a few friends uh, there. What I realized, and uh, this was a, a big, a, well, I, something I realized uh, a bit late, is that uh, your friends back home, uh, they they are different. They, sorry, you are different. You 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 change when you live abroad. You change a lot. You change. Uh, your challenges are very different, and uh, most of your friends will not uh, understand uh, your life. You don't understand. That. Uh, the person that you uh, you are after a while that you did abroad that you became uh, it's it's different it's it's something that uh, I I lost touch with uh, a few of my friends that were very close we were um, meeting up almost not every day but kind of in back in back in Italy and now I barely uh, can get a message from them because they're your life and their life is completely different and uh they and i have this uh feeling that just not more than a feeling 
they don't understand uh, your new life, how uh, your your new style life, lifestyle. The trajectories were just different, I guess, to the point where you kind of separated and you obviously went on your journey and they all stayed on their journey. And that's, I guess, that's what life is, really. You all leave school and explore the world in your own way. Yeah, and after all, you are you are the one that left. So is that. So is it just, it's, it's you that changes not that. On, on, on England then, obviously you mentioned uh, earlier on in the podcast that you were struggling with social life because you've got very young children and everything else. Have you, have you found any ways of doing that? It, obviously your work is it's a co-working space, right? But you obviously work with them. I, so I start to work uh, a bit home, a bit uh, co-working space. Uh, but the co-working space is uh, the best solution because you meet other human beings. Uh, this is uh, this is one of the the main the main points. Uh, working from home, <clears throat> and I usually work. I can work anywhere, but working from home is uh, the same space uh, for everything, uh, and uh, your same people. My wife, my kids, which is good. But uh, meeting other uh, other people is uh, is uh, is important. It's important. It's just important that this is uh, and the, the working space where I am. It's uh it's quite good at organizing events. Uh, before before COVID, uh, there were well once per, once every couple of months where I sort of party or a uh, night out or something like that. Now it's, uh, it's a bit different. Uh, but yes, uh, essentially dealing with this uh, this uh, work wise place point of view. Then we met a group of uh, Italian parents that told me my children can learn. Italian also from other people uh, so this is uh, um, more or less my, my life and uh, well we, we travel a bit uh, but essentially with our well the time is limited great and um, staying a little in the UK um, what's been your favorite part of, of living in, in Chester the uh, favorite part is uh, okay it's a very child friendly uh, uh, place uh Back, back to Italy and where, uh, where, where the places that where I lived uh, for most of my life. I don't think I would be uh, so pleased to uh, to go around with, with my kids, which is a very good can be a very a very big challenge if you have especially with two kids and so on. So this uh, this is one of the part, uh, and then uh, from Chester. Uh, there are it's close to many uh, many different uh, parks or uh, national trust and uh, other areas that you can you can go in the nature uh, and just uh, I live very very close to a park just in uh, out, um, front road uh, so it's uh, it's quite interesting it's green it's greener than they expected yeah my my, my... My Spanish friend once told me he'd never live in a country that's green because it means it rains a lot. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, yes, that's uh, absolutely true. I mean, the, I mean, I mean, the rain, apart from the last few days, uh, most of the time there, yes, it, it's raining, but you can go out without an umbrella. I, I, I don't like umbrellas. I don't tend not. I, apart from the last couple of days, which is very different, it was raining quite a lot. Uh, but uh, yes, rain is also in Ireland. Uh, Apart from very few days in the in the year, you can it rain when rains doesn't stop people to to go on with their own activities. Well, uh, in Italy, uh, most of the time rain was proper rain, just like raining proper, and you couldn't do much out. Uh, but uh, yes, the the green the green part is uh, is quite interesting here. I didn't, I didn't didn't expect that. Yeah, no, it's it's beautiful. It's a it's a country which. Uh, um... A lot of great countryside, a lot of great national parks, as you said, and uh, national trust, which one of the best things I think we we have in the UK in terms of being able to, to see so many amazing places for 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 not a lot of money really. When you think, especially with membership, it's quite reasonable. Um, but yeah, no, that's great. Yes, the only funny part part is uh, when my wife tells me, "Okay, let's go to the beach." My approach to be to a beach is different from well here a beach, you you see you see the beach you see the sand and everything but the it's 
well, going into the water is a bit uh, more uh, cold. Let's say that. Well, in, back in Italy, is uh, when you see the beach, you, you go to the beach to to go into, into the water. So that, this was like, okay, uh, yes, the beach, but this, yeah, let's go to the far. Well, which, which beach do you go to? Is it West Kirby? Yes, but it was Kirby and uh, the, the, the area, uh, West Kirby, um, uh, Park Gate, uh, those, those, those areas. But also, in, uh, you do... You should go to Formby Beach because it's the best one in the country. Just say we went also in the south uh, in May and it was quite nice. Not not bath again, uh, but uh, yes, was um, it's it's uh, yes the different fruits. The, the weather is uh, quite quite uh, different. So let's say and the water as well. But, uh, but uh, how are you handling the, the food? Uh, food okay in Ch- in in, uh, in Chester there's the uh, the best. Uh, pizza place in uh, in England, in the UK, the UK. Uh, it's it's a this uh, pizza place is is uh, one of the most popular. It's it's in the ranking is the uh, the best or something, which is good. Uh, we cook a lot whole, uh, so it's a uh, it's not a big deal. Uh, but yes, my the the food part is um, uh, well we have to we have to cook whole. To I mean, I don't think British food's that bad, but if you guess if you're, if you're used to, I mean, I enjoy, I really enjoy a good hamburger uh, with uh, with meat. My my okay, my wife is a vegetarian, so there's not not much meat at home. Otherwise, uh, different food and everything. Uh, so I really enjoy the a good uh, steak or a good meat, uh, but uh, well, we don't go out often because uh, again, the kids are. Uh, are, are, are young, are young, so it's it's, it's difficult to go there. Uh, and they're they're very good when you go we go out, but uh, enjoying the like spending some uh, relaxed time in front of um, some food is uh, is difficult. Yeah, because it's obviously quite a quite a popular thing in Italy. Part of the culture is you know, all around the, the the meal as an entertainment in itself, as opposed to in the UK, it's seen as the the meal is the kind of prerequisite to entertainment. You kind of have a meal and then go and do something else. Yeah, you know. I mean, the, I, mean I, I like and again, I like uh, a good uh, a good uh, hamburger or good uh, steak. But again, my um, food um, preference are still Italian. The Mediterranean diet is calling you. Is there anything else you really want to uh, discuss about? being in uh, the countries you've lived in before we go to the next section? Uh, yes, I mean, the, the, the good part is living, again, the, the good part to live, to live abroad is that, that you discover uh, a big part of yourself that you don't expect and you meet also with people uh, that are similar to you uh, for many reasons, for because they're, they have the same experience that you, you share a big experience that are the same people that in Italy, in your home country, you would not expect to to to, to see or to to get in touch at all. Uh, so this is uh, this is one of the parts that they more that pre- appreciate the more the most uh, from living living abroad. What a great way to end section two, and we'll come back with section three. So hello and welcome to section three of the podcast, all about your recap, I guess. I still haven't named it, but it's basically the review of your time so far. Uh, the first question I always seem to ask my guests is, you know, if you could go back to the to the start of your journey of living abroad and tell yourself something, give yourself some advice, uh, what would that be? Uh, two main things. Uh, one... Uh... Francesco, get out of your comfort zone as soon as possible, uh, because uh, being in comfort zone is uh, comforting, but it's not uh, the right thing to do because it affects how you will live in the future. And then, uh, no one, well, most most of the people don't care about your accent, uh, your uh, how you deal with uh, your your language, your English, or whatever other uh, language you, you speak. Uh, these are the two big, uh, big uh, things that made me stop to do 
uh, many activities in the past. Now I'm more confident about everything else, everything. Uh, I'm more uh, out of comfort zone because I had to uh, overtake many, many challenges. Uh, but uh, yes, it's, it's a way also to socialize more, to meet new people, uh, people that uh, are, that you are, you are, you are more interesting to other people than you, that you think. This is, uh, this is one of my, the big point I was talking about this, uh, uh, friend a few days ago, a few hours ago, and this is, uh, you're, you're the person that, uh, is more interesting that, than usual, than you ever think but yes off comfort zone uh just get rid of it and speak to strangers because uh, people are interested in what you are what you have to say not what how you say that completely and i guess that's why you're here talking to me because i've been interested in what you have to say in your journey so definitely uh please do keep being outside of your comfort zone and, and growing and and well, well done for acknowledging that. You know, it's quite a difficult thing to do is, is, is to say that you need to do that. I know everyone struggles with it in terms of, especially when you're stressed and you're working. And it's just another thing you have to do. Um, it just takes time, which is, you know, everyone has their own cope mechanisms. Just, yeah, hopefully we can all push ourselves a bit further every day. Yes, yes. And um, on top of that, you um my advice is understand that your friends your well friends from 20 years ago or from the last 10 years uh they will not understand everything you do uh because uh, you are then then the one that left and uh, they they have they have they keep going with their life and you you are well you face with a different um different aspect of your life or new your new life so it's that uh, they don't don't be to stay in touch with them, but don't expect them to understand you. This is uh, this is a big point that I understood. And also on that family as well, like parents don't also know or have the same experience you have, and therefore will offer advice. But maybe it's not the best advice for you to take. Your your family members are similar to your friends sometimes because they don't they can't understand you. Uh, your journey when when i told my uh my family that i would leave my brother was uh he expected that probably my mom was like okay uh, what's happening now uh but yes uh yes people that stay anyone that stays home uh is gonna be different from you because you are the one that changed is there any, any, anything else you'd want to share with everyone in terms of living abroad or do you, do you think we've kind of touched everything you wanted to, to say? Uh, yes, uh, probably that uh, living, you, you made, when you move uh, somewhere else, you do a bigger step than you expect. And uh, people, people respect that. People are, uh, respect that you, you, you live your everyday life, uh, you work most likely. Uh, in a language that is not yours, and uh, expect expect also to your brain to to be more tired than than the your neighbors that uh, from from your local from the city council that that, that li- have been living for the same place for their own life because it's it's how it works. After and after a while, for example, my I don't for for a while I had to translate what I was saying. What I was uh, wanted to say or what I wanted to hear, and now I very very um, likely to be starting to talk without thinking uh, in Italian and or translating or anything else. But yes, this is uh, the biggest point. That's great. That, that's that's a very good point. Um, I think you've kind of covered it for section three. Great, so Francesco, really really appreciate you spending the whole evening uh, talking to me when you've got two very young children and you could probably really do with a rest um so thank you for for agreeing to have this conversation with me and, and sharing so much about your life and your journey so far uh, i've really kind of enjoyed this conversation and, and finding a bit more about you um especially your points regarding you know our friends and family back home or 
all over the world. We all have different lived experiences. We've all got different kind of trajectories, paradigms, perspectives on so many different parts of our lives. And it's okay to disagree with people. And it's okay to have different viewpoints and really just be be honest and open. And uh, and a lot of our a lot of our good friends and our best friends will appreciate that. And still, we may have differences, but we'll still enjoy their company. So it's yeah, really appreciate you sharing that point. And um, yeah, and and in your time, I don't know if you want to talk about where people can find you and and some work you've done. Oh yes, uh, yes. Okay, uh, if people want to find me, I am more active uh, social media wise. Uh, I'm not very social on social media. Social media wise, I am I'm more active on LinkedIn uh, with my name Francesco Baldini. Uh, then uh, I've bit of uh, LinkedIn, not, not uh, sorry, uh, in X Twitter, and uh, not much. I started. I actually started the like a couple of years ago a uh, podcast myself as well with uh, two big episodes uh, but uh, I'm planning to to restart the next uh, few weeks months uh, and uh, yes this is uh, this is how you can find me and I'll, I'll put a link to your to your podcast in the show notes so everyone can can find it and, and listen to the amazing work you've done and, and thank you for inviting me to the podcast as, as I, I never probably never talked about enough about my experience ab- uh, abroad and it's uh, interesting always to to uh, to have these conversations wonderful well well thank you for being here and, and sharing and as always if you if you have found anything interesting listening to this podcast please let us know in the comments please do engage social media and please follow for more amazing stories uh, in the future thank you